Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Welcome, 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 welcome. Me, your host, Pastor Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality, helping you win with your words. And today I want to encourage someone, someone out there in podcast land, radio land, YouTube land, wherever you are listening, amen, we are broadcasting in all frequencies all over the world, helping you win with your words, amen, because there's power in the words that you speak, but mostly there's power in the word of God, amen. The Bible says he upholds all things by the word of his power, Hebrews says, not the power of his word, but by the word of his power his words have power the bible says heaven and earth will pass away but his word will never pass away so i want to encourage you amen in these last days there are so many things that are taking place in the body of christ amen that we need to draw near to the lord our, our desire if you are born again if you name if you name by the name of the lord listen it's about drawing near to the lord amen in fact firstly i just want to honor the holy spirit of god about whom i can do nothing i put my trust in you and lord we just commit this program to your hands holy spirit you know who's listening you know what they're going through you know what they need have need of lord before they even ask but lord you're the alpha and the omega you're the beginning and the end lord god so we just leave everything in your hands touch my lips to speak your word with clarity lord god i thank you and i praise you that the word goes forth today the word of full on good ground to bring forth 30 60 and 100 fold harvest lord god in the lives of god's people god we honor you and we bless you because we've been created for purpose lord god there are many people at the sound of my voice saying god what is my purpose lord i thank you and i praise you this is the year this is the season that your people will find purpose in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we'll be sure to give you the glory and give you all the praise because it all belongs to you. And we seal this prayer with the blood of the Lamb and we tell you, thank you, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. You're tuning to me, Pastor Kevin Treasure, aka The Winner's Mentality, and helping you this year, amen. Because I'm a man, I like to encourage people, I like to let people know that God has a plan for them, let people know, listen, there is an assignment, there's a plan, amen. Your eyes see, your nose smell, your mouth speaks, your hands feel, your feet walk, your heart beats. Every part of your body plays a purpose. There is purpose in your body, so that means you were born for your purpose. But many people live and die and they never discover their true purpose. I'm here to help people discover their purpose, amen. And we call it the winning words, the power of words, amen. I'm an author, I'm a pastor, I'm an encourager. I'm a husband and I'm a father, amen. I'm a father to many. I have three of my own, amen. Just free and free no more. But I'm a father to many, amen, because many people are fatherless. Many people are looking for someone to mentor them and father them and encourage them. And I believe this younger generation is going to take the world by storm. The enemy thinks he's got a hold on this generation. He thinks that he's got them distracted with social media, with music, and with all kind of money, with materialistic things. But I truly believe there's a generation that's about to be raised up that is going to put other generations to shame in the name of Jesus. When darkness covers the earth and gross darkness, the people, I truly believe God is getting ready to pour out his spirit upon all flesh and we're going to see young people take their home we're going to see young people run with this gospel in a way that another other generations have never done it so i just have faith in god that he's about to use this generation in a supernatural way and all i say is this older generation get out of the way amen don't 
bogged them down with religion and man's ways of doing things because the next move of God is going to be a spirit-led one. It's going to be the spirit and word. I truly believe this. The next move of God is going to be the spirit and word. Amen. And many people aren't going to understand how God is going to move, but he's going to speak to this generation. I see this generation going to be saved. This generation are going to worship God like never before. I believe the music industry will change because there's so much demonic things that are taking place in the music industry. But I see a generation of Davids, a generation of Psalmists that have been in the secret place that have been worshipping him that have been writing songs that are coming straight from the heart because they've been in the word amen and they've been spending time with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is giving this younger generation downloads and it gives them music into the hearts of men and women of God and bring people to repentance those that do not know Christ so I see a generation of Davids that have been in that secret place and they've been writing and they're saying God how do I produce this music and they're not going the, the, the traditional way the, the traditional way of going through music execs and going through music producers but they're going to use social media and they're going to use the youtube and they're going to use the platforms amen and they're going to tap in and people are going to start listening to their music and people are going to start waking up and they start saying oh my god where's this person been but they didn't know that this person has been in a secret place listening to the lord god has had some people set aside amen set aside hidden in caves hidden in their bedrooms hidden with just them and god listening to the voice of god and saying god what do i do next how do you want me to affect my generation i truly believe that in these end time days god is raising up a generation of young people that are on fire for him amen that have been in their word and been in prayer amen and then haven't been around other people doing what other people are doing and getting drunk and smoking drugs and doing all kinds of things but this is a set of people that have been saying god for you and for you live and for you i die god use me amen god give me souls god give me nations said ask me the nations but you're saying give me my generation there's a generation of young people that are saying give Give me this generation amen god use me for your glory put your word in my mouth speak through me i want to be used for your glory there's some gideons out there that have been scared that have been hiding because no one's told them who they are but there's men of god and women of god that are raising up to tell this generation who they are and whose they are and what they can accomplish to tell them they're a mighty man of valor and they're a mighty woman of valor and god has called you for such a time as this i see a calling out i see a people that are coming out from the, under the woodwork and coming out from places where they've been too long and have been saying god i've tried everything i've been here i've been there god i've tried drink i've tried drugs but god use me i'm use me i'm i'm at the bottom i'm like the prodigal son I've come to my end of myself and sometimes that is the longest road for a man or woman to travel is when they come to the end of themselves but there are some people that have come to the end of themselves and as my predecessor used to say Bishop Morgan the late Bishop Morgan he said when all hope is gone there's still an answer try Jesus and I'm, there's a generation of people that have tried everything you tried amphetamines you tried crack you tried coke you tried weed you tried drink you tried all kinds of things that you should not try and you see they don't satisfy and it can only make you high for such your time but when you come down you're still at the bottom and you're saying listen to me you've tried everything but there's some people that are going to try Jesus and they're going to taste and see that the Lord is good and blessed is the man that trusts in him and they're going to run into the Lord and they're going to say like the man the madman of the they're going to like the madman who was in his tombs and cutting up cutting up himself and in tombs and running around naked but when he met Jesus he's going to go to the the decopolis 10 cities in other words and he's going to publish Jesus said go to your house and tell people about 
about the good things that Jesus has done. But instead of just going to his house, he's going to go and publish it in cities. He's going to say, look what the Lord has done. I used to be a prostitute. I used to be a gangbang. I used to shoot people, stab people, do horrible things. But look what the Lord has done. And he got some people that are going to have an encounter with Jesus. And they're going to go and tell everyone that they see, look what the Lord has done. And because of their testimony, women of issues of blood that have been bleeding for 12 years are going to come and say, listen, if he can do that for this man, he can do it for me. The, the rulers of the temple, the religious people are going to come and say, my daughter's at the point of death. People are going to hear of your testimony and because of what God has done in your life, people are going to want to come to the Lord and I see miracles bursting forth. I see the healing ministry coming back like never before. There are people that just come into church and they just preaching the gospel, going home, hearing a good service. How was church? Church was great. What was said? I don't know. It was good. It was on fire, but they don't know what was said. But I see a miracle service is happening every Sunday. I see miracles taking place. The blind eyes opening on a regular basis because this is what we're supposed to do. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, cast out devils, freely receive, freely we give. So I decree and I declare that this shall be normal for churches in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There's churches raising up where this should be normal. This is normal Christianity and there are pastors and there are leaders that are repenting before God and saying, God, this is what I should have been doing all along. And they're saying, God, this is what should be taking place. And there are people that are taking hold of the Bible and they're seeing healing all through the pages from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. Where Abraham had to pray for Abimelech. Amen. That his household can now begin to bear babies from Genesis to Revelation. Healing is the word of God. Healing is the children's bread. And men of God are going to begin to take up the mantle of healing. And they're going to lay hands on the sick and see the sick recover. The cancer disappear. AIDS healed. In the name of Jesus, the deaf is open. That the cripple begin to walk and spine a bifia. People's backs will be straight and their bodies will be straight. And people that could not walk straight. And people that could not walk at all. Listen to me. We're going to see strange things happen. And according to Luke chapter 5, we've seen strange things today. We're going to see men and women of God taking up the mantle, amen, of healing and deliverance. And they're saying, listen to me. Jesus did it. We can do it. And you should be doing it if you're not already doing it. And some of them that were walking in fear. Some people that wanted to evangelize and wanted to witness. But scared of what people might say and what people might think of them. I see a generation of people that were once walking in fear like myself. But now you've come to a spirit of boldness where you can stand on a street corner and declare, thus saith the Lord and speak his word that the grace of God has appeared all, uh, appeared to all men. That you can preach this gospel that there's no name given in heaven that a man might be saved except through the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I see a generation of young people that were once walking in fear but now going to be so bold for God that they will stand before kings, stand before people of different religions, stand before angry people, the trans community, the LGBT community and all kinds of communities and say Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ died for sinners. That means he died for every single one of us and he's not willing that none should perish but all should come to repentance. I see a generation of young people that will stand before evil men, stand before men of guns, stand before men with weapons and knives and ready to kill them and ready to take their lives but say for God I live and for God I die. I see a generation that will be bold for him in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth because we are truly living in the end time days. So I see God getting ready to raise up a generation of people that would do his will or not their own in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Men and women will say listen if I'm going into fasting and prayer I expect God to move. I expect God to speak to me. They're not going to treat fasting and prayer as just some commodity or just some 
just something where we do and we do and not expect anything. No, I'm seeing a generation of young people that say, if I'm going into seven days fasting, three days fasting, 12 days fasting, 14 days fasting, 21 days fasting, 40 days fasting, I'm expecting God to move. I'm expecting God to speak to me. I'm expecting supernatural gifts of the spirit and men to be downloaded on me. You know, enough of religion, enough of where we just fast because this is what we do because it's tradition. I'm seeing a generation of people that are going to fast and say, I'm not coming out of this room until you speak to me. I'm not going to stop praying until you speak to me. And we have to watch Israel because Israel is the time clock. Amen. The fig tree. And when the figs are shaking, when things are shaking in Israel, then the earth is shaking because they know that is the center of the earth in Jerusalem. We know, and this is why we've got to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They will prosper them that love thee. So we've got to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We've got to pray. Amen. That Jewish people find Jesus. That the Arabs find Jesus. Palestinians find Jesus. Amen. We've got to pray. Amen. For the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. But there'll be no peace until the Prince of Peace comes. And who is the Prince of Peace? Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So we've got to give him the Prince of Peace. We've got to give Jerusalem. We've got to give Israel. We've got to give the Jewish people Jesus. Amen. Jesus. We've got to give them. Listen to me. I want to let you know that the church has not replaced the Jewish people. It's not about no replacement theology. No, we have not replaced Israel. Amen. The Bible says they're the original. Amen. Fig tree. They're original vine amen and he can engraft them in again we've been engrafted in amen he can engraft them in again so we've got to pray for the peace of jerusalem when we see so much shaking taking place amen when we see hamas and when we see so much hatred growing against the jewish people amen if we the church we're supposed to be praying for the jewish people i stand with the jewish people we have to pray for the peace of jerusalem because in the end time days we can see how god's word will come to pass in the book of revelation where gog and magog and Amen. And the countries of the earth and the nations of the earth are going to come against Israel. And then listen to me in the great battle of Armageddon. But God himself will stand up for them amen, and fight their battles. And we can see the descent and we can see the growing anti-Semitism taking place. I want to let you know it was always there. Many people are surprised by it. But it was always there. The petrol was always on the floor. And then the petroleum was always on the floor. The fuel was always on the floor. This taking place. Amen. What Hamas did was only the light to let people know. Listen. This this is what's taking place in the country. This is how people really feel. So we've got to be careful, amen, because there's such a, a great anti-Semitic viewpoint that's raising up in the earth, even in this country, in England. And people are surprised by it. But don't be surprised because there's another set of people that are in the earth uh, trying to push their agenda. So this is why we've got to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. God loves his people, amen. And the Paul said, and he said, I, listen, I prefer that I would be cast away and the Jewish people, where is it? Romans chapter 10, Romans chapter 10 the heart's desire he said my heart's desire amen is that israel might be saved brethren 10 yes sir 10 1 my heart's desire and prayer to god for israel is that they might be saved amen that was paul's prayer his heart and desire is that they might be saved amen for I bear them record that they have the zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they've been ignorant of God's righteousness, which is through Christ Jesus, going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. So we have to pray for the Jewish people. I don't care what you believe about them. We have to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We have to pray, amen, that God begins to save his people, amen, save. Because the Bible says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I believe it's Romans chapter 1, I believe. Let me go there. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. 
the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Amen. The Bible says, listen to me, you are now one in Christ Jesus in the book of Ephesians. So we have to pray, amen, because there is a shaking taking place and we can see other countries and we have to pray against World War Three breaking out, amen. We know it will happen, but listen to me, we can pray to stop and hinder, amen, the plan of the enemy, to hinder the plan of the enemy. We need to pray as God's people. We need to pray when we see what's taking place in Europe concerning Russia and Ukraine. We need to pray, amen, because other countries will begin to get sucked in and we see England and Germany and America pushing arms and pushing arms and really and truly what they're saying is that we are back in Ukraine but we're not actually directly involved but they are indirectly involved so all those things can now create war because they're back in Ukraine and giving money and giving arms giving money giving arms and we've got to be careful because the war is on the rise and the Bible says in Matthew 24 when they came to him secretly on the mount he said what is going to be the signs of the end of days amen and he said there's going to be wars and rumors of wars and china's sitting back and they're watching and seeing what's taking place because they have their plans for taiwan so we have to pray against war in these regions in these particular regions we've got to pray for war in these regions we can see that us and america the uk and america have just launched attacks because of what's taking place in the red sea on yemen and the hutus and we have to understand that listen saudi arabia Arabia is in cahoots with us and uk because those are their natural enemies so why would us and uk all of a sudden launch attacks out of the blue without even going to parliament and speaking about this should we do this listen to me there's some great atrocities taking place and we've got a watch to what's going on and the signs of the times and then what's taking place in certain african asian countries there's shaking taking place all over the earth and this is now for christians to rise up and pray it's time to pray and seek the face of the lord and cry out the bible says in the book of timothy that firstly let's turn there let's turn it so you know that i'm not preaching from the sun newspaper that i'm preaching from the word of god i'm teaching from the word of god first timothy chapter 2 i exhort thee therefore first of all that supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and for all that are in authority that why that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty for this is good and acceptable in the sight of god and our savior why who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth for there is one god and one mediator between god and men the man christ jesus so we have to pray for leaders pray for your governments amen pray for those that are making decisions because the bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but principalities powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places amen and when we're fighting against those things we're fighting against the wicked spiritual wickedness in high places that will influence governments to get them to make ungodly laws and then we've got to pray against the laws concerning abortion where they make it so easy for people to have abortion for people under age or people People of a young age can even have abortion without their parents knowing. We've got to pray against the spirit of abortion, of killing the unborn child. We have to pray. The church has an objective to pray. If things that happen in the earth, it's because the church is not praying. And we've got a mandate to pray because we can stop things. The Bible said Elijah was a man of light passions that prayed that it would not rain. And it did not rain for three and a half years. And he prayed again. Listen to what it says. And he prayed again in James chapter 5. And the heavens gave rain. And Elijah, what was it saying? Elijah was a man of light passions. He was just 
like us. He got depressed like us. He got down like us. He was happy like us. He was just like us. No special man. He was just like me and you. But let me tell you something now. He could pray. And God is calling on prayer warriors to pray for our leaders. Pray against the laws that they're passing that go against the word of God. Unbiblical laws that go against what God says is right concerning man and woman. And now listen to me. When you speak against it, I'm going to let you know persecution is coming. When we speak against it, when we speak against what's taking place. And they're saying a man and a man can marry and a woman a woman can marry. No, it is wrong. It is sin. It is iniquity. And we have to call a spade a spade. It is wrong. Amen. And when we stand up for what is right, you will be persecuted. Let me tell you something now. We are going to face persecution. The Bible says he that kill a few in these last days will feel that they're doing God a service. But let me tell you something now. We have to stand up for what is right. And we have to speak the truth in love and say this is wrong. This is, goes against the word of God. Jesus Christ died for sinners. And you have to understand that you're born in sin. But you must repent. And those churches that are actually advocating this type of lifestyle. And saying you can bless homosexual marriages. Thank you for tuning in to the Power of Words, the Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.